0: what is going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy news beat stand up here on this gorgeous wednesday june 28th 2023 as always i'm your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas, joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com, Stuart Turley. My man, how are we doing today? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and it is hot. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely absurd. Um, I don't know how people live here. It's, <laughs> but we, I, we we do, I can't even think about it because it's it's so unbelievable. Thankfully, we have a much cooler Menu lineup tonight. Stu's got some great stories. First up, uh, renewables growth did not dent fossil fuel dominance in 2022. Report says next up, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, quote, ashamed to be a part of the ESG political debate. Something the EMB team has been on for years now. Um, Next up, oilfield service giants are betting big on, quote, new energy tech. We'll see how that plays out for them. Next up, Saudi Aramco looks to China and India to prop up oil markets and then ending um, specifically with OPEC, um, they say demand will hit 110 million barrels per day in 2024. Stu will kick it over to me. Then I'll cover what's happening in the oil and gas financial markets. Oil down to 67.90, mainly off because of consumer confidence data. That you know, again, this new interest rate increase—or I wouldn't say new, but this much maligned forecasted increase—that's coming here in July. As we ever creep closer, will begin um, to hit, and I think that's what we're seeing on the uh, the market side. We'll break it. All down and a bag of chips, guys. But first, check us out. World's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. It's where all the stories you are about to hear come from. Hit the description below. Our team does a great job of curating that to make sure you can hit all the different timestamps and all the articles we're about to. Stu curates Energy Newsbeat, making sure it's all of your top energy news. You can also check out dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. The best place for all your data and energy news combo. Definitely going behind a paywall, guys. So get it while you still. And where do you want to begin sh- uh, today's show, Stu? There's a lot. We, we have a lot of stories going on. Oh, and you know what, uh, Michael? I don't think I've ever seen
1: such nuttier stories that's out there. This is going to be entertainment. Okay. First one renewables growth did not dent fossil fuel dominance in 2022. This report says. This is just interesting. Global energy demand rose 1% and record renewables growth did nothing (laughs) to shift the dominance of fossil fuels, which accounted for 82%, Michael, of supply.
0: Wow. I love this quote. We are still heading in the opposite direction that is required by the Paris Agreement. (laughs) Well, duh.
1: (laughs) The annual report, a benchmark for the industry, was published for the first time by the Energy Institute, together with consultancies from KPMG. And Kearney, after they took it over from BP, which had authored it since the 1950s, global consumption further on down in there, uh, energy demand grew around the 1%, but demand was still around 3% above pre-COVID levels. Every Energy consumption grew everywhere apart from Europe, including Eastern Europe. Renewables, excluding hydropower, accounted for 7.5 of global energy consumption, around 1% higher. Oh. It still remained 82% for fossil fuels. I mean,
0: um, we still need power. I We can't just say, oh, we're going to solar. Sorry, you don't have power. People won't accept that. No. But so This I is call- not a surprising
1: study whole was 35.4%. I think that's up. I need to go double check. Oil consumption was 2.9 million barrels per day. It was up, increased up to 97.3 million barrels per day with growth slowing year on year.
0: 97 million barrels of oil consumed per day. We got another they, discussion coming up and, on that. And, and, and they want and they want to ban and, and they want to move all the rules. It's insane, Stu. What's next? What's going okay. on at Aspen? Well, in that report, uh, let's go
1: to Larry Finkage. When you sit back and you think, you and I have talked about ESG hypocrisy. That is a thing. And when yesterday's show, you and I talked, you almost boomed this article. What was BlackRock investing
0: in? Indivia, Microsoft, Apple. I mean, literally slaves. Chevron. Chevron, Exxon. Exxon. And they
1: have been doing the old bait and switch kind of a thing here and saying we're ESG. We talked about it yesterday. How in the heck can Google be ESG since 2007? And those servers put out more heat than the politicians in D.C. It's unbelievable. Okay, so Larry Fink now says, quote, He's ashamed to be part of the ESG political debate. (laughs) This came out yesterday. We put we recorded that on Sunday, that original stuff. He said he's no longer using the term ESG because it's politically weaponized and he's ashamed to be part of the debate on the issue. Why it matters? Because BlackRock is the largest asset manager, and it manages nine point two trillion with a T, 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 trillion. Now, here's the thing: uh, BlackRock's bullish outlook on responsible environment and a social governance investing has been blasted by conservatives. Woke capitalism has drawn boycotts from Florida and Texas. You gotta
0: love this. I also love this. They 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 had this conversation at the Aspen's Idea Festival. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know who would have been there if he was not if he didn't kill himself? Epstein. That's who I that's who shows. Those are the type of people that show up to these events.
1: Uh, actually, uh, John Denver would have been, too, because his place was up there. It's a beautiful place uh, right before he, I met him. Or Aspen I him Ideas again. Festival.
0: Right that's, right. that's spooky. Yeah. OK. Those, those uh, are the dark rooms we talk about. Those are the dark rooms that we talk about. Yeah. And
1: uh, never mind. Um, yeah, save the just, show. What's this Okay, let's go to oil field giants. I like this story, Michael. Oil field service giants are betting big on in new energy tech. Oil field service companies are ramping up uh, activity in low carbon energy. Now, what is that low carbon energy? Looking to take advantage of the soaring investments in clean energy. I like this because it's talking about geothermal. I'm I really think geothermal's got a a pretty good thing that they can do. Baker Hughes, for example, booked almost 300 million of new energy orders in the first quarter of 2023. CEO Lorenzo uh, Somali said on earnings call, new energy is expected to account for 10 percent of Baker Hughes tax gas technology within four years.
0: That's huge. What what, what I just find crazy is that these energy, you know, and not crazy, but just a fascinating thing is you see the forefront of technology being attacked by service company, not operators. Operators are generally some of the last people to adapt technology and all of this increased efficiencies when it's the service companies who are pushing it. So I love this. If we're ever going to push investment and roll out new books, it has to be done. And I applaud these companies for doing it. Uh, And think about how many orphan
1: wells are out there that actually could be tapping into geothermal. I love me some geothermal. And here's where we're going to talk about this next week, Michael, is the difference between heat pump and geothermal pump. Heat pump drives me nuts. And we'll go into that next week. Okay, Okay. Okay. All right. Saudi Aramco coming around the corner, dude. Saudi Aramco looks to China and India to prop up oil markets. What do you think my next words are going to be here? Well, duh. Uh, uh, yeah, so sanctions don't work and Saudi Aramco's really taking advantage of this because Russia has their they're selling everything they can below uh I you know, they're giving India and China some really good breaks. Saudi Aramco is beefing it up and they're also doing it. Let me jump into this. Is bullish on oil markets for the rest of 2023 as demand from China and India is expected to be uh, strong despite the global. Here's a quote. Uh, we believe that oil market fundamentals remain generally sound for the rest of the year. CEO Amin Nasir said, Energy Asia conference at the Malaysia capital. Despite recession risks in several uh, OECD countries, the economics of developing countries, especially China and India, are driving oil demand of more than 2 million barrels per day this year, said Nasser.
0: well. I mean, why would you not? Why would you not if you're Saudi?
1: Saudi Arabia. And again, I keep handing it out to Saudi Arabia. They are using their natural resource. They're going to pay for hydrogen. They're going to pay for all this stuff. They're going to go green, but they're going to do it in a timely manner. Indian demand is equally robust with the latest readings for May showing both gasoline and diesel breaking records. Oh. Wow. The energy transition picture is hardly rosy. (laughs) Uh, Even at the tip of the transition sphere, the picture is hardly rosy is what he said. Um, You know,
0: I mean, and this is what's funny. You're talking. We've only got 97 million barrels a day um, today. They're forecasting 110. Well, where's the IEA in all this situation? Where's where's our friend's? At the The, IEA, where's the orderly transition? The IEA
1: yesterday put out and said that by 2028, you and I covered this, that they do not need to be investing. Investors do not need to invest because it's going to go below that in 2028. So the IEA is over here going renewable and energy transition is going to happen without oil and gas, get rid of oil and gas, Saudi Aramco and Saudi Arabia going, uh, let's be realistic. IEA dumb as a rock, Saudi Arabia, let's get there, but let's get there at least smooth. I loved it.
0: No, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm going to much, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust OPEC oil demand production forecasts oh, over the IEA. I'm sorry. I'm, the, just gonna, I'm just going to, I'm just going to,
1: Leaders of Saudi Aramco and Saudi Arabia but over the IEA, they are bought by the WHO by UN and everybody else. Fauci, oh, Fauci. Yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fauci. I just like throwing Fauci yeah. there when yeah. we can. Is that all you got? No, I got one more here. This one, okay. I thought this was like uh what was the movie that was a uh oh, it was the buy who shagged me or whatever it was. It was uh Uh, Austin Powers, the spy. Austin Powers, thank you. This sounds like an Austin Powers movie. Hold that thought, okay? EU looks into blocking out the sun as climate efforts falter. I could just see Mike Myers running around going, "Uh, you want a shag? You know, that's what this reeks of. I got to give a shout out to David uh, uh, Blackman. He again pointed this out to me. The European Union will join an international effort to assess whether large scale interventions such as deflecting the sun's rays or changing the Earth's weather patterns are viable option for fighting climate change. I'm all about it. These technologies, I'm the further quote, these technologies introduce new risk to people and ecosystems. Really? While they could also increase power imbalances between nations, spark conflicts, raise a myriad of ethical and legal and governance and political issues. <laughs>
0: I I can get behind this. I can get out blocking the sun for climate change. These environmentalists are trying to win me over. They're killing the whales. And now they're trying to block the sun out. You've almost gotten me to your side. Oh, don't start me on the whales again,
1: dude. You're killing me. Save. Hold on. I'm just
0: getting a call here. Oh, oh, yes. My tickets to the Aspen Ideas Institute have been booked. Oh, no, that was actually
1: it was free Willie. He was calling up to grump at you. <laughs> so the, you're going to block the sun out. Insane. Insane. I mean, this is absolutely the nuttiest. The potential options also include, Michael, stratospheric Aerosol injection, which involves increasing concentration of particles in the atmosphere to reduce the amount of sunlight reaching the Earth's surface. This almost sounds like women going in getting their lips blowed up by Botox. This is absolutely this is Botox.
0: The, oh! This is the Botox. of Let's put some Botox in the atmosphere. I'm down to just drop nukes. I'm down to just detonate nukes in the sky. I'm all about it. Where's Joe in the volcano that when you need him? Because the volcano is the number one way to cause global cooling, right? Yeah, we need Pompeii. That's exactly what we need. We need Mount St. Helens. (laughs) You can't buy this kind of entertainment. You have the IEA. You have Saudi Aramco
1: battling. We got more of this. You got the failure of
0: renewables. You got the EU knuckleheads galore over there. Yep. I mean, it's 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 hypocrisy at its finest and um, conveniently. There were times three years ago you and I were looking for
1: stories to talk about. We don't have that problem now. There's too many.
0: <laughs> it's too many. I can't keep track of the onslaught that Stooges sends over. It's just boom,
1: boom, boom. Oh, it's funny. And you got you to gotta go. Nope, I'm booming this one. I'm booming this one. All right. Hey, off to you now, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not much, guys. We saw oil prices um, uh, tumble here to about sixty-seven, eighty-six. Um, that's down about two dollars from the open this morning. It's, It's kind of funny. We saw U.S. consumer confidence rise to its highest level in about a year and a half, mainly due to some renewed labor market optimism. Um, the unfortunate part is, due to that, we're definitely going to have a rate increase, as I mentioned in the open, and the bank and Jerome Powell last week signaled there's at least two more. So the fact that we're seeing increased consumer confidence only means the Fed. I mean, the Fed's going to, again, the Fed is, is not your friend. The Fed with the more you are happy, the more the federal rates. So just lie is the solution. No, it's not the solution, but really it's what it is. If you want the Fed to stop raising rates, tell them the economy sucks. That sucks. You've done it. Success. You've run. I've run out of money. No need to print. No need to raise, but To give you an idea, since March 2022, 500 basis points interest rates have been raised. The Fed
1: is incompetent.
0: Yeah, they yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, we could have a whole segment on that. Natural gas up to two dollars and eighty one cents. Um, fairly choppy today. Again, we're off the back of, of just some some um, really bullish weather news. I mean, it's if it's literally as we joked in the open, it's it's definitely hot today. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's. I, and I think tomorrow it's supposed to be like one oh five. You're like, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know. This place, it, it's one oh nine here in West Texas. Yeah, I would. I there's not much I can say about other than I'm it's that's unfortunate. Um, what else you got Stu? What should people be worried about? I'll tell
1: you. I don't know what to tell people to be worried about when we have these kind of stories coming out. And I think that as politicians and people are wanting afraid they're going to lose power as the WHO, as the UN and all these people come around and the climate change. You now have the ESG funds are now realizing people are going, I can't make any money with ESG funds. People are going to get nuttier when they start losing power or they start fighting against the climate change, uh, it's going to get nuttier, dude. You think we're nutty now?
0: Hold on. We ain't seen nothing yet. that That's depressing. Um, it's oh, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be great. And guess what? We will be here to cover it all, guys. Um, but with that, we'll let you get out of here. Get along your day. We appreciate you checking this out. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We will see you tomorrow, folks.